Thank you so much for joining Spazzing Out. It is now uh, four or five days that I've been doing this podcast for free with no sponsorship whatsoever because much like Bubba Wallace and NASCAR, nobody wants to fucking sponsor my program and nobody wants to sponsor that guy's car. If you don't know who Bubba Wallace is, he's the only African-American race driver in NASCAR. I like NASCAR. My favorite driver is Denny Hamlin. But anyways, no sponsor, period, nothing. I do this for free. I do it for you guys because I love you guys and I want to entertain people. And I hope that someday I can make a little loot doing this. Now, typically, when I record my podcast, which is called Spazzing Out, I'm Anthony Paziali or Spaz. I do it live on Facebook. I do a live stream with it, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights on Facebook, and I normally do it on TikTok. Tonight, we're doing it on Twitter. So I am Twitter Live, I am Facebook Live. I don't normally do it on Twitter, but as some of you guys know, I have been bounced off of TikTok. I am banned until Thursday or Friday. Their comment or their email to me was, "My, my stuff is too controversial So they have banned me for seven days, and TikTok is where I have my biggest following. I almost have 50,000 people that follow me on TikTok, so I am bummed out that I'm not doing the live stream on TikTok. So it kind of stinks, but you know what? I'm happy to bring Twitter into the fold and see how it goes and see if people enjoy the podcast. Now, you can get the podcast on all the places you can get podcasts, just Search spazzing out, or you could just go to anthonypaziali.com and you can check that shit out. All right, here are some of the things that I want to cover today. I am from Massachusetts, so I cover things that happen in Massachusetts, but I also cover things that are outside of Mass. Columbus will return. Lincoln will fall. Chicken wings. Bone in or bone out? How do you like your chicken wings? I personally... I like both, but I it, it's different, and I'll get into it when we get to it. The situation matters, whether it's bone in or bone out. It's all situational for me, uh, but I couldn't pick. I can't. I don't have a preference. I like both. I will eat both, but I'm more situational about when it's bone in time and when it's not bone in time. I we'll get into that. That 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 we'll get into right off right off the bat. Uh, a Las Vegas. Police officer, I'm going to fucking absolutely kill his name. Shay uh, Michelonis, I think is how you say it. Minkolonis, I don't know, Minkolonis. I probably, I did watch a video on how to say it, but then I already forgot. But anyways, I want to talk about him. He's 29. He's a police officer in Las Vegas. And some disgusting shit happened to this poor man. And I don't see much coverage on it on the news. Maybe a little bit, but more should be talked about this guy and what happened to him and how he's going to spend the rest of his life, which is garbage. NFL, are you with President Trump or not? Will you watch the NFL if the players kneel? Are you offended by the players kneeling during the National Anthem? How do you feel about it? I will tell you how I feel about it and what I will be doing. I may get into NASCAR a little bit, or probably not, because I'm sure you guys don't like NASCAR as much as I don't like baseball. But speaking of baseball, we will talk about baseball and how the players are a bunch of whiny little bitches, and there might not be any baseball this year. As you know, 
I don't care if there's any baseball because baseball is boring. Boring. All right. I did yesterday on yesterday's program. Um, I talked about favors and how I don't like doing favors for people and how it's inconvenient. The rule is if it takes more than 10 minutes, it's not a favor. So let me be clear on this. If you need me to do something for you and it's going to take more than 10 minutes, it's not a favor. It's now a job and you need to pay me for that job. So you need to make it pretty fucking clear when when you say, hey, I got a favor for you to do. I need all the deets, all the details, bro. Don't be a mutant. No mutants allowed. I want straight up details as to what you need me to do. How long is it going to take? And I'm going to be real with you. You're going to say, oh, bro, it's going to take 10 minutes. And then I will say something like, okay, I live in Revere. Where exactly in Revere is this favor that needs to be done? Oh, it's not Revere. You got to go to Woburn. All right, 10 minutes, already out of the question. It's already 35 minutes to Woo, 35 minutes back. So now we're at an hour and 10 minutes. What do you need me to do? Well, I, I got some stuff that I need to put in the back of your truck. And I need you to deliver it. Oh, so now you need me to pick something up in Woburn and bring it somewhere. Where's it going? Well, it's going to Bill Ricker. Uh, Bill Ricker, another 25 minutes from Woburn. So now I'm going, I'm coming to the place, loading. How, how long is it going to take to load, bro? How long is it going to take? You know what? I, fuck. I don't know why I'm skirting around the issue. We'll just get right to the fact of what I did. And I, was, I, I don't mind doing the favor. I did it. It was for family. Okay, plain and simple, I did a favor for family, but it didn't take no 10 minutes, bro. Okay, it didn't. As a, as a matter of fact, it took like fucking five hours out of my day today. And here's the example. I went somewhere. I had to pick up supplies. Supplies, uh, I had to wait in the coronavirus line. You know, the line where you just sit there and wait one person at a time. So I waited in the one person at a time line. Finally got to the guy. Showed the guy the slip. Say, hey, this is what I'm picking up. Dude takes me out back. I sit there for 25 minutes till finally someone comes and services me. Guy comes and services me, brings me the wrong shit, has to take the shit off the truck, put different shit back on the truck, breaks the fucking fence, has to take the fence off, puts the fucking fence on. I'm at the supply place for an hour and a half. Then I needed to drive the stuff an hour away. 10 minutes was blown out the water, bro. Blown out the water. Now I'm happy to help the family member. I really am. They're nice to me. They do nice things for me. Great people. Happy to do it. But don't call it a favor. Don't. You be like, this is a biggie. I really need you. This is a tough one. This is a nightmare. I'm going to I'm gonna owe you if you do this for me. That's what that is. It's not a favor. A favor is 10 minutes and nothing ever takes 10 minutes. When was the last time you did something where someone said, brah, brah, brah. It's going to take 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Never takes 10 minutes. Never. Ever. Five minutes. Bro. No, yeah. Five minutes, my fucking ass. Never takes five minutes. Nothing ever. Anyways, so I did the favor. Favor was done today. And I just wanted to say to those of you that, you know, maybe you guys kid if I got the favor done. I got the favor done. It didn't take 10 minutes. As a matter of fact, it took almost five hours to do. So not a favor. Should have been full price, full blown. Uh, 
my time is precious, bro. That's this is how I feel about my time. You might not feel this way, and if you don't, you should. Here, we'll, we'll side note. Let's break down time for a second. A little education. Da- the uh, America's dad is going to talk to his children right now. Children, your time is the most valuable thing you have. It's priceless. Well, dad, why why is it so priceless, dad? Well, because once it's gone, you can never get it back. And by that I mean there is no amount of gold, silver, diamonds, money, anything that you can pay to get the time back that was just wasted. You'll never get it back. You cannot put sand up in the hourglass. Never happening. Time is the most valuable thing we have. The most. And I put a high price on my time, which is why I don't do estimates. I don't do estimates. You fools that do estimates, ha 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 ha, fools, bro. My time is way too valuable to be wasting it on jobs that I'm not going to get. Bro, my shit is fucking gold. My time is so important to me. It's the it's like fucking my time, then my kids. What's the most important thing to you? Wait, hold on. Anthony, time, kids. There we go. That's that's the order of my, my, my give a fuck. I love myself, I love my time, then I love my kids, and then everything else fucking falls underneath that. Time is valuable, should not be wasted. I'm 40 years old, and I refuse to waste my time on favors that don't take less than 10 minutes. Period. I don't even like giving up my fucking time. 10 minutes of my time that I'm never going to get back, bro, is so, so valuable. I want you to think about your time and how much time you've wasted doing shit for other people that you didn't want to do. And don't act like you didn't. Don't act like you didn't. Right now, I want you guys all to look in the mirror and think about that time when someone needed you to do a favor and you didn't want to do it. Every time. Every time someone asked you a favor, you cringe. You're like, bro, I don't want to do shit for you. So, just to be clear... As I am America's dad, and I teach my kids that the most important thing you have is your time. So spend it wisely. And if you're going to exchange your time for money, make sure you're exchanging it for a good amount of money or for a good reason. So if you're going to read a book and you're going to get educated, that's a nice way to spend your time. If you want to get drunk... Fucking great way to spend your time. You worked hard. You deserve to get fucking hammered. Fantastic. Enjoy your time. Doing favors for people. They're not fun. You don't learn anything. They're a hassle. Awful waste of your time. Unless you are compensated kindly for that waste of time. So that you can then buy alcohol, booze, and mixers. So that you can enjoy your fucking self. Get where I'm going here, guys. Time. Valuable. Moving on. As I'm sure you guys are all sitting here saying, oh, fuck, my time is valuable and I'm listening to a spaz bitch about how valuable time is, but it really is. So do this. Business owners right now, at kids, moms, dads, whoever's listening, just any time, 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 when you are considering doing something for somebody, make sure you're getting value from it too. It's a two-way door. Value goes both ways. You don't just get walked on. You don't let someone take your time. No one gets to steal your time. You give it to them. So grow a fucking backbone. Grow a set of balls. And don't give up your time without getting something in return. 
And I know that's a shitty thing to say. Oh, you're supposed to do things without getting something in return. It's bullshit. I don't see them giving up their precious time. I want you to think of those people in your life that a time sucks. They suck your fucking life dry. You know who I'm talking about. You all have them in your life. They suck you dry. And, but you, for some reason, you feel guilty. You feel obligated to help them out all the time. And it just does nothing but absolutely suck your energy, suck your life, suck your day, ruin your fucking plans, take money out of your pockets. Bro, I'm not a thief. Okay? I'm not going to steal from my family. I'm not going to, I'm not going to not get paid because that's stealing from my son, from my daughter, and it's stealing my time and it ain't going to fucking happen. Period. Think about that. Next time you go to fucking book take junk and you think I'm going to fucking show up at your place for an estimate, ha, you go call another junk removal company. Because, bro, a, a, a truck, one-fourth of a truckload, 175. Half truck, 350. Three-fourths of a truckload, 525. And a full truck is 675, bro. And it doesn't change. Or you pay for the space on the truck and that's it. Well, I think I have this. Yeah, I don't fucking know what you have. Wait, you pay for the space on the truck. Well, it sounds like, a, yeah, bro, when I put it on the truck, I will turn to you and I will say, boom, that's 350. Just like when you go to the supermarket and you go, boop, oh, that milk is $4. It doesn't change. The, the price of the milk didn't change. Like you go to the supermarket and you go up to the guy at the fucking thing. You say, hey, I'm thinking I'm going to buy milk, eggs, bologna, some fucking Alios pizza and some chips. Can you give me an estimate on that? And then the guy walks around with the boop, 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 and fuck bullshit. You go get all the stuff. You get in line. You pay. Same shit with my business. I don't waste time. Fucking hate having my time wasted. I hate it. I hate it. Don't waste my time. Do not fucking waste my time. Whew. Now that we're clear on that, okay? Now that we're clear on that, we can move on to uh, uh, another topic, Okay? Let's talk a little bit about bone-in or bone-out chicken wings. I had a lively debate yesterday about bone-in and bone-out chicken wings. And it's my belief that at a a barbecue where people are going to be drinking or or at a party, okay, not not like a viewing party, like football, bone-in, bro. You watch a football game, bone-in, plain and simple. But if you're having an outdoor party and an outdoor event where... It, it, you don't want that much trash, right, dude? It's all about the trash and the pickup and people are drinking and chicken. No, you don't want chicken bones. I'm sorry. When I'm having a, a graduation party or I'm at someone's graduation party or a birthday party, no bone in. No bone in. It's, it's fucking boneless chicken wings. They're easy. No one gets a fucking bone stuck in their throat. There's no, uh, you know, bag of trash that's weighed down. There's no leftovers for the bugs to get at nastiness people's plates are empty no weight you know like you ever carry a, a, a fucking paper plate and it's got all the bones on it and you're like Ugh, I, I didn't even fucking eat these things so i like both but it's situational okay it's situational football game bone in 100 i'm watching the game i'm chilling bone in wings by myself just hanging out Bone-in wings. Go out to get, uh, uh, you know, a beer. Not get get hammered. And especially if the place has good wings. Bone-in. I go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Bone-in. I'm going to Hooters. Bone-in. I'm getting some Saugus wings. 
fucking obviously bone in. But boneless chicken wings or boneless chicken is perfect for appetizers. It's perfect for everybody, right? So kids like them and parents like them. It's all about money, convenience, and not being a fucking problem. All kids will eat boneless chicken fingers or boneless chicken wings. So when it's a party for kids, you get where I'm going here, guys? It's situational. I don't have a rule on it, but I had this conversation yesterday. They had bone in, and I literally just said to the lady, who fucking brings bone in to a, to a graduation party? And, and the lady didn't like it at all. She was a fucking high school teacher in Medford. And she was like, oh, you know, this is like buffalo chicken. And, you know, that was another one. I go, well, who brings buffalo chicken to, to a fucking graduation party? I'm like, that, that's like, I like buffalo chicken wings. But I, I'm just trying to say, in general, you gotta you have to bring something that everybody will like. Not everybody likes buffalo. And it's hot and it's spicy and it doesn't work for everybody. And bone-in just doesn't work at a barbecue. So I had to talk to the lady about it. We had a lively discussion on the etiquette between uh, graduation food and food that you would eat at your house. And I feel like these conversations need to happen. I think people need to talk about this. Before you're having a birthday party for your kids or a graduation party with your kids, you need to find out what are the common foods that people eat and also what makes it easy to clean up afterwards. Cleaning up bone-in chicken wings afterwards sucks. And then one of the dogs gets a hold of him, gets it caught in his mouth. Someone gets fucking ham in and gets it caught in his mouth. I actually had a chicken bone caught in my mouth years ago. Opening day. Opening day. Red Sox, Yankees. This is a fucking long-ass time ago. We were at uh, we were doing a live broadcast at the baseball tavern, and we had bone-in wings. And I got one of the bones stuck in my throat. I didn't even know it. I just knew the whole day. I was like, ah, 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 so bad so that after the game, I went to the hospital and they fucking pulled the bone out of my throat. And it wasn't even like that big. It was like a splinter. So bone, it, it's situational. That's, that's all that's, that, that's all I'm getting at. If it, it, it's, again, I don't have a preference. It's all about location. If I'm watching the game, it's bone in. If, but I don't care. Like, if you come out with something that's not bone-in, I won't bitch. I might say something like, hey, the game's on. It's fucking bone-in. Everybody knows it's bone-in when the game's on. And then at a graduation party, someone brings buffalo chicken fucking wings bone-in. I'll be like, it's fucking... The fuck? It's a graduation party. It's boneless. Everybody knows it's boneless. How, how do you even attempt to bring bone-in chicken to a graduation party? It doesn't make sense to me. So, I have rules on all that shit. Plain and, plain and simple. Not to mention that I will not fucking waste my time cooking some shit to, to bring to your barbecue, bro. Ain't happening. And if I come with a 30-pack and I don't finish it, I'm fucking taking them with me. But I don't drink beer. I come with my bottle of booze. And if I don't finish my bottle of booze, it doesn't stay. It leaves with me. So doesn't my ice. I bring my ice. I bring my own little cooler, my own little side thing. That's how I roll. I show up prepared to your event with my own supplies, in case you don't have the proper supplies. Get what I'm saying? All right. Yes, back to time. Back to time is money. I, I hear you, Richie. 100%. Uh, this guy right here knows all about anybody that's a working man, right? Or that, that, that does something that's a skilled trade. Being an electrician is a skill fucking trade. It's a difficult job. You have to have education. You have to have gone to school for it and learned how to do it. Not fucking some boob walking in off the street can 
honestly, and if you think you can, like, oh, I can fucking hang a light. Bro, you can't hang a light. You'll put the fucking wires backwards and you'll have that fucking weird back polarity. I don't even know what the fuck it's called. But you won't do it right. So you need to hire an electrician to do it. But you people that time suck the, the electrician's life, you know. Richie, I'll tell you family right now. Anybody that's related to Richie Rodriguez, stop calling the man. Stop calling him to do electrical work at your house. He has a job where he has to do it. And then when he's done with his job, he wants to go home to his wife and kids and spend time with them, not go to your house for the so-called 10-minute fucking job. It's never a 10-minute job. And on that note, anybody in my family calls fucking Richie for a job, don't. You're a fart. You're a fart because you guys want to bust his balls and be like, oh, I can't believe it costs this much. You fucking mutants. People in my family, you know who you fucking are. Cheap fucks. All right, moving on from that. All right, bone in, bone out. We talked about it. It's a, uh, it's a, for me, it's just a situational thing. So here in Boston, we talk about Boston because I live in Boston. In Boston, Christopher Columbus statue was decapitated. And there is a debate on whether or not a memorial for, for, um, I don't know what the fuck, for Abe Lincoln, but it's not for Abe Lincoln, it's for the for emancipation, but Abe Lincoln is in it, which he should be, but then there also is a freed person in it as well, and people are upset about it because it doesn't look so flattering because the African American is like down on his hands and knees and looks like he's, you know, spit shining fucking Lincoln shoes, so both of those are, are, are under fire right now, now here's what's happening, Columbus will return, and it looks like Lincoln will fall. Marty Walsh has struck a deal with the Italian-Americans uh, over in the North End with the Italian-American Union Association. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Columbus is coming back. Now, on the other end, Lincoln is going away. He talked about it today. Lincoln's going to disappear. They're going to discuss whether or not to replace it with an updated version. I want to break down both, but first I want to start. I want to start with... The hypocritical, I want to start with the hypocrite, uh, I, I just, this is what gets me so pissed off, okay? Just listen to this. If the African American community deems something to be racist, it goes away. We get rid of it. Now, my beef isn't with that, okay? I don't fucking care. Fine. It, you, you think Lincoln and the guy... It, you know, the African-American down on his knee is a racist thing because it looks subservient and it looks like he's still a slave and you want to get rid of it. Whatever. I don't fucking care. Fine. Bye. Put up a new statue. We'll have Lincoln. But Lincoln needs to, you need to keep Lincoln. You have Lincoln. Maybe you get Ulysses S. Grant because he's the guy that actually fucking freed everybody. And then, you know, some African-Americans in it. Boom. Everybody's happy. Emancipation. High five. It's not racist anymore. But on the other end... When Christopher Columbus, when Native Americans and, and are being loudly outspoken about this, that Christopher Columbus wiped out indigenous people, wiped out Native Americans, killed the guy fucking had his hand and biological warfare before biological warfare was a fucking thing. And they killed and they stole land from a shit ton of Indians. Plain and simple. It happened. I don't give a fuck that it happened. I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I wasn't alive when that shit happened. But. When the Native Americans say, oh, don't put that statue back up, it's no big deal. Marty Walsh is like, well, no, 
We're not going to put this shit back up. But when the African-American community says take it down, oh, yeah, 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 fucking take it down. Yeah, yeah. What's the difference? I don't see the difference here. I don't see the difference. The Native Americans here, they were slaughtered, killed by the millions, pushed off their land, forced to live on reservations. So they don't want a fucking statue, but fuck them. And I'm also, oh shit, Marty Walsh. I'm also allegedly Italian-American. I'm not, to be clear, as I always preference to everyone, I am just American. My background is, my dad was from Italy. My mom's Native American. So I'm kind of in, in the middle here to have a decent conversation about whether or not the Columbus statue should come back. Personally, I'd rather talk about fucking bone in and bone out chicken wings, but we're here we are stuck talking every single day about racist issues, which drives me bonkers. I'd rather talk about baseball and about how much it sucks and how it's going to go away. That would be fantastic. But no, we got to have a conversation on whether or not Columbus should come back or Lincoln should come down. And the crazy thing to me is that Marty Walsh says Lincoln comes down, but Columbus goes back up. That doesn't make sense to me. And I get it. The Italian-Americans over on the North End think that Columbus was like some great fucking Italian and it shows Italian-American pride. Uh, Bro, you're wrong. It doesn't. First off, he came here. Spain paid him. Italy told him to pound sand and said, no, bro, we don't want to pay for your expedition. Spain paid for it. So already Italy was like, we don't want your help. Here's my daughter. Then, dude came here, poisoned a shit ton of fucking people with with diseases that they never saw. They got wiped out. They stole their land. They got dusted. So, I don't care if the statue's there or if it isn't. You get what I'm trying to say? The point is, is Monty Walsh being hypocritical. He's saying that the Lincoln statue needs to come down because it's racist and it, and it, and it represents slavery. But the Columbus statue gets to stay, but Columbus represents killing hundreds of thousands of Native Americans, stealing their land, and pushing them off into the woods. You're a hypocrite. And I don't even know if I had the balls to say that to his face, and I get that he's in a tough spot. He doesn't want to get the Italian-American community down in the North End up in an uproar. This is how he keeps them quiet. This is how he keeps the white uh, Italians in the North End. He says, hey, fine. Fine. You guys shut up. I'm going to give you Columbus, but you let me take down Lincoln. I'm telling you that was the deal that was that was struck. They got together. They talked. They said, hey, you keep Columbus. We're going to get rid of Lincoln, which is garbage. So let's talk about the Lincoln statue. The statue has Lincoln sitting. You have an African-American that appears to be down on his knees from a distance or whatever. No, he's definitely down on his knees. And he looks like he's spit shining Lincoln's shoes. To be honest with you, I had an issue with the statue back when I was on the radio. I, I typically am not for taking down statues. But in this one, years ago, and I'll stick with what I said, the statue is not very indicative of, oh, we just freed the slaves. It really looks like Abe Lincoln sitting there being like, yep, I just freed you. Now, now spit shine my shoes. That's how I take it. I might be wrong. It, it might be something that's really important to you guys. I, I, Lincoln was a great American, did great things. If it wasn't for him, I don't think the African-Americans would be freed. Emancipation is all him. He picked the general. Grant was the guy. Grant won the war. He won their freedom. And even after they were free, he took on the Ku Klux Klan. This is Grant. Lincoln died because he believed in freeing African-Americans. But I would say if I was going to build a statue 
of freed people, people that are now equal to me, I'd have the man standing next to me, not down on his hands and knees, spit shining my shoes, because to that to me really just says, yeah, hey, now you're my bitch. I just freed you, get down and wipe my shoes, bro. You're not equal to me. You're not better than me. You're going to wash my feet. That's how I feel about it. So, um, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that and we'll move on to another topic. Just, it's, I don't know what, what, what's going to happen here in this country, right? I, I, I don't think we should knock down any statues. I'm fine with moving them. Maybe we put them into a museum because I want to preserve history. I think it's interesting to, for the next generation to come along and say, hey, look, this time in 2020 was a heated time in the nation, had had a lot of racial overtones. And they took down these statues and have the statues in a certain place so that people can say like, oh, wow, look, look, maybe it was racist that, you know, down south, they had they had they, they had statues of, of guys that fucking tried to wipe out slavery. I mean, you know, uh, wipe out the union. I, I think that would be interesting. I think it also would be interesting to keep the Lincoln statue so the future generations could say, wait a second. I thought that Abe Lincoln freed the slaves. And this statue, it looks to me like he freed the slaves. But it was like, yeah, the chains are off, but you're not really free. Come, come wipe my feet, bro. So I, I think that stuff's interesting. I just think that it's hypocritical and mighty wash. And uh, you know what? It, it's Honestly, it's, it's, it's fucked up. It just is that Columbus gets to go back up and the Native Americans, and they are pissed off about it. There's going to be a rally. The Native Americans are going to rally because uh, they're pissed off that they don't believe that it should go back up. And I agree. I don't, I don't agree that it shouldn't go back up. I just agree on their behalf and say, hey, you know what? You're right. The guy did come here. He did wipe out a bunch of years with the viruses that he brought. And stole your land. So I guess you should have a beef with it. I personally don't have a beef with it. I am Native American on one side. I'm Italian American on the other side. Ultimately, I'm Italian. So there you have it. We can move on from that. Um, all right. Let's, since we're talking protests and, and shit like that, um, I just wanted to take a, a quick second just to, to give this man some notoriety or put some light on the situation um, in Las Vegas, a police officer, and I'm, I'm going to mess up his last name, and I, I really apologize. I just, I'm not good at reading names. His first name is Shea. His last name is um, Mick, Mick Alonis. I think it's Mick Alonis. Mick Alonis. I'm not sure if I'm saying it right, and I, and I apologize to him and his family. All right, so Shea is a, is a, a 29-year-old officer that a few, or, uh, a week or two ago was at a rally, you know, one of the protests for for George Floyd, for Black Lives Matter, and a 20-year-old, for no reason, for no, and there's video and everything of it, for no reason whatsoever, a 20-year-old pulls out a gun and shoots this police officer. Just out of the, oh, you're a cop, you have to be a bad guy, of course, and he shoots him. I mean, just cold-hearted, cold-blooded, shoots this man. Now the kid's not dead, the guy's not dead, he's a kid to me. He He's not dead. He didn't die. But you know what? I bet you he wish he was dead because for the rest of his life, he's paralyzed from the neck down. So he, he has to, this, this police officer that was out there to protect and make sure that peaceful protesting happens, probably doesn't have a racist bone in his body, probably a really nice guy. And because he's at a protest to make sure shit doesn't go down, a 20 year old punk ass bitch who knows nothing about life. You're 20 years old. You don't know shit. 
you got some words in your head that you 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 know people are like all oh, cops are bad and black lives matter and you fucking shot the guy in cold blood you took a gun out and you shot him and what's worse is since the guy didn't die since the cop's not dead this 20 year old's not even up on murder charges he's up on some bullshit charge that'll go to jail for like a year it paralyzing somebody from the neck down should be just should be equal to murder I believe that the court systems are fucked up on that. If you paralyze someone from the neck down, you should go to jail for life. I Honestly, I would be in favor of fucking uh, capital punishment. If you paralyze somebody, you pull a gun out, pull it, you pull a gun, and you shoot a cop for no reason, and the cop is neck down dead, you're dead. You're just a head. You're nothing. You're just a fucking head. It's awful. Please, if I'm ever just ahead, kill me. Finish the job. Just do it. Take the pillow, put it over my head, get it over with. I don't want to live. I don't want to just be ahead. This cop doesn't want to just be ahead. His family doesn't want that shit. They should get justice. This 20-year-old should spend the rest of his life in fucking jail, but he won't because it's not murder. It's not manslaughter because the guy's still, quote-unquote, alive. How can you live if you're just a fucking head? It's awful. 29. How many of you people listening to this program right now are 29, 30, 35? You're somewhere between, well, I know for a fact you're somewhere between 35 and 45. Uh, A few outliers, higher or lower. So you're in that zone. Imagine you get fucking paralyzed from the neck down. You're going to be alive for another 40 years. 40 more years. And while you're living a miserable ass life because you got shot, the guy that shot you is out of jail, has a life, has a family, has a job, and is getting to live the American dream, and he only went to jail for like one or two years. I hope when this kid goes to jail, I hope someone paralyzes him. They should. An eye for an eye on that shit. If the people in that prison are listening, you get this young 20-year-old shit in there, you guys better paralyze his ass. And I'm the one that gets in trouble for saying shit like that. People are like, oh, you can't say, I'll get the visit. I'll get the visit from the Secret Service like I did when I was younger. I'll get the visit from the police officers. Oh, you're, you're promoting vigilanteism. I'm not. I want justice just like everybody else wants justice. A 29-year-old man is going to be paralyzed for the rest of his fucking life. For no reason. For no reason. Probably a good guy. I know he's a good guy. Lately, for the past like week or two, I've been spending a lot of time with police officers, especially the guys up at the state fucking barracks over here in Revere Beach. Mike, Carlo, good dudes, talking to those guys, getting to know them. Just really good guys that want to help people out. And all they're doing is getting shit on left and right. Everybody's hating on them. And they're good dudes. And they look like crap because bad things keep happening, right? The shit that happened in Atlanta. Everybody's upset about it. I'm still waiting for details more, details to come out on it before I pass my judgment on it. Right now, I know the, I, I, I'm just not passing judgment on it right now, on, on what happened in Atlanta. I will pass judgment on that it's absolute garbage that they burnt down the Wendy's. I said that yesterday. No reason the business owner should suffer because something happened outside of his business. You guys lit up that guy's fucking business, ruined his life, ruined his family, got about 15 people losing their jobs, and insurance is not going to cover it all. I don't want to hear that it will because it doesn't. I, I, I own a company. I've had trucks get taken off the road. You get some money. You get some money for the truck, you get some money for lost labor, but you don't get it all, and you never really get fully whole. You never get whole again. 
So, Shay Michelonis. Think of that name. I want you guys to think of that name next time. Next time you guys talk about, um, you know, how much you, next time you people think about, all oh, cops suck and they're bad people. I want you to think about Shay, who's 29, who's, who's paralyzed from the waist down because a protester shot him. Think about that. A protester, supposedly a peaceful protest, shot him in Las Vegas. And now the guy's never going to walk again. Neck down. He ain't doing shit. He's doing nothing. It's awful. Huh, how are we doing on time? All right. It's uh, baseball. Let's talk about baseball real quick. All right. Great news. Fantastic news. We will not be bored to death this summer, and we will not be bored to death in the fall. It looks like baseball is not going to happen. Looks like someone just said Weymouth officer. Thank you. Um, it looks, it, here's the deal. Looks like baseball isn't coming. Um, and we'll get into why real quick because I just want to bitch about it for a second because happy that I don't care about baseball. You guys know how I feel. It's boring. It takes too long. They need to update the game to make it more interesting so that we can be engaged, so that we can like it again, in my opinion. I, it's boring. I might tune in for the ninth inning of a Red Sox game if it was the fucking World Series. If the Red Sox were in Game 7 of the World Series and it was the ninth inning and the Sox were at bat, then I might tune in, and even then, even then, I'd, t- I'd put it on and I'd be like, oh, look, uh, someone that plays for the Red Sox, because I don't know any of them, is at bat, I probably have 10 more minutes before the next pitch, so I'll, I'll go do somebody a favor for fucking 10 minutes, and then I'll come back five hours later and the game will still be going on, and it'll, it'll still be the bottom of the ninth with two outs, three balls, and it's 50 foul balls. No thank you. But... I do want to bitch about the, um, the players. I want to bitch about the players. Plain and simple, the, the players are being wine babies. This is why it's not happening. Major League Baseball, the owners, are trying to recoup some of their money. And I'm with the owners on this. As a business owner, right, they, they, these guys invest large amounts of money into running these teams. And the players aren't the only fucking people that work for them. They have, t- they have hundreds of employees Coaching staff, scouting, uh, uh, the the scouting staff, um, uh, front office staff, ticket sales staff, merchandise staff. They got a ton of people that rely on them to pay the bills. They rely on them. And they need to play the games to make money. The owners need the games to be played to make the money. Now, the players... They don't want to, they, they want more, they're being fucking greedy, right? The players are like, hey, the owner said, hey, look, we'll pay you $1.3 billion uh, for the season, and then if we make it through the playoffs, we'll pay another billion dollars. Major League Baseball players are like, no, nope, no, nope, we want two fucking billion uh, if we play a 50-game season, and then we want another billion if we make it to the playoffs. So they want to get full salary for work that they didn't do. And you guys are just being wine babies. You can afford it. You know what? What I want you baseball players to do, and some of you are good guys because you've donated some money, so thank you. But the rest of you guys that are whining and bitching and moaning about going back to work and only working for a million dollars this year, I want you to take a look at all the people that are dying to go back to work that can't go back to work. I want you to take a look at all the small businesses that went out of business because of the coronavirus that would kill to make a million dollars. I want you to look at the families that aren't going to get to go back to work for the rest. Red Sox this year because you guys don't want to work. 
You don't go back to work. The front office guy doesn't go back to work. You don't go back to work. The guy cutting the grass doesn't go back to work. Do you get me, you fucking whine-ass baby snowflakes? Take the pay cut. Take it. Big deal. So you're only going to make a million dollars this year. God forbid you make a million dollars. Oh, my God. My Lord. How dare I work for one million dollars? It's disgusting. It's gross. I'm with the owners on this. The owners have already decided that they're not going to play. The owners have said, ah, we're good. We won't play. You guys will get paid nothing. See you later. Bounce. We're not playing. Toast. And the owners are okay with it because they're like, fuck it. Now we don't have to worry about coronavirus shit. No worries. We'll restart the season next year. Go fuck yourself, guys. See you later. I think it's just disgusting when the animals think that they run the fucking farm. Drives me absolutely bonkers. And I'm not calling players animals. I'm just saying, in general, it's just the employees don't run the business. If you want to run the business, go buy a fucking bit. Go buy a baseball team. You want to be the boss? Go buy a team. Michael Jordan did. Michael Jordan said, hey, you know what? I was the player. Now I'm the boss. I own an NBA team. You want to be the boss? Go buy a company. If you don't want to be a boss, shut the fuck up, show up to work, and work for your $1 million salary for 50 games. <clears throat> and if you're a pitcher, it's like, dude, you're going to pitch five games. You're going to pitch five. Five fucking games. Or maybe it's a little bit more. Maybe you'll pitch seven. Or maybe even ten. And you're going to get paid a million dollars and you're bitching about it? Makes me not want to watch baseball. I don't want to watch a bunch of fucking overpaid dickheads throw a ball around for ten hours. Whew. All right. So there. Baseball. Done. I don't think it's coming back this year. See you later. Bye. Uh, bye, Ski. Peace out. And I, and I get it. The players will be like, we don't even make a percentage of what the owners make. Yeah, but bro, you, you make millions. And I, and listen, no money is enough money, okay? I, I'll, I'll agree with that. No money is enough money. I want to make the most amount of money I can. I do. I want to make mass money. Tons of it. All of it. I want all the money. Send it to me. I want every fucking dime. But sometimes, sometimes, if someone comes up to you and says, hey, you know, I, here, I, I'll give you an example. Someone comes up to me and says, hey, look, I got a million dollars in business for you. Okay? One million dollars. But you're only going to have to work for 10 days. I know normally for those 10 days, you'd get 3 million, but on this time, just coronavirus and the, your boss needs to make a little money to save his business so that they don't have to sell their fucking business and keep other people employed. You think it'd be cool if he just made a million? I know that's pretty harsh working 10 days, making a million dollars. I know that's, that's tough. It's, you guys are out of touch. You guys are like Ted Cruz. You got, everybody see what Ted Cruz did today? Uh, Senator Ted Cruz challenged Ron Perlman. Um, I don't know how the interaction happened, but he challenged Ron, Ron Perman to wrestle somebody and said, I'll put up 10K. He said he would put up 10K for charity. And that just goes to show that people who have tons of money, I, where do you, at what point did you guys lose touch with reality? You know, you can have tons of money and pretend like you're like, like you're still a working class guy. You can have a lot of money. Like when Ted Cruz, when you're a Senator and you say, oh, you got an extra 10 G's to drop. You don't relate to me anymore. I, you don't. I don't have an extra 10 G's. I, you, I, me and you have nothing in common, bro. I don't have an extra $10,000. And now I don't relate with you. 
If you had said something like, hey, but uh, let's make a bet and I'll get you. If you win, you get a Texas steak. And Ron, Ron Perlman, if, if, if you know, it. If, if I win, you got to send me In-N-Out Burger, which is the worst burger on the planet. It's like a salad on bread. But you guys get what I'm, where I'm at? The baseball players, they, they're, they don't do a good job relating to us, the people that buy their tickets, that us, that buy the baseball caps, and that are their fans. They don't do a good enough job relating to us. And they don't understand that perception is reality. I'm okay with these guys making all the money they can. Make all the money. Make it all. Make billions, bro. But while you're doing that, know your base audience. Know that the average guy that goes to your game doesn't make big money. He's guy. He's making somewhere between sixty thousand and maybe hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, which is shit nowadays. You can hardly fucking get by on that kind of money, bro. You can't pay your mortgage, your car payment, groceries, the electric bill, the gas bill, all the shit that your fucking wife wants, all the shit. You can't. So it doesn't relate. It looks bad. When they, when I see this shit, I hate you. I'm like, bud, me and you, we don't relate at all. I have nothing in common with you. And if I were a millionaire, I would still be the same person that I am. If I was a billionaire, I'd still be the same person. You guys would see me and bro, I'd have the same flip-flops that I've had on for the past 10 years. As a matter of fact, I don't buy flip-flops because I have a box of flip-flops in my uncle's basement, I have like a hundred pairs of flip-flops. I don't know how I got them. Apparently, they fell off a truck like 10 years ago. I got the box. They're in my basement. There was like 500 pairs. There's like a hundred pairs left. I will never buy a pair of flip-flops till the day I die because I get them for free out of the basement. I'll still relate. I don't care if I ever get super-duper rich. I'll still relate to people. I'll show up to the job site in work boots. With, with jeans on, like I'm working, with gloves, ready to work. The baseball players don't understand that. They don't relate with us. That's the problem here. The problem isn't that they want more money, or that they're like saying to the commissioner, nope, we're not going to play, we want a shit ton of money. You're losing us the fan. It looks bad. We're like, hey, bro, you make millions. We can't relate to you when you say that. Makes me not want to go to a game, not want to watch anything. I don't want to follow you. I want to call you up and be like, at least relate to me. Just relate somehow. You know, it'd be great if you just came out and played. Just play it. Play play ball. You got a shit ton of money. Make, make it seem like you're one of us, but you guys don't. You bitch and you moan and you want your $40 million a year contracts, which is fine. You should make a lot of money. I'm not saying you shouldn't. What I'm saying is that you don't relate to us. Just like Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz, he doesn't relate to us when he offers to put up $10,000 for Ron Perman uh, to wrestle somebody. It doesn't relate to us. It makes you look like you're an elitist. There are ways for rich people to not act like a fucking white, stuck-up piece of shit. Relate to people. Come down to people's levels. That's one of the, like... I, I personally, I, my whole life I've been on the bottom. So, bro, I got no problem coming down to your level. Whether I'm up up here, high in the sky or not, I will always come down to your level. Always. 150%. I will come down to your level. Period. I don't think anybody's fucking better than me. Now, in my head, I do. I'm like, Anthony's the greatest. Anthony's the best. You're the man. Blah, blah, blah. I love myself. But in general, I'm not trying to act like I'm better than you to you because I can't relate to you. I need people to do business with me. I want people to follow me and listen to my program. 
So I need you. So why would I alienate you? Why would I talk shit? Why would I fucking be like, oh, I, I don't even make anything for this podcast. But someday, if I did, if I was making millions, let's say I got the Joe Rogan deal and I made $100 million. Bro, I'd still do the fucking thing in my basement. I'd try to relate with you guys. I would try to talk about the struggles that you guys deal with. And then I'd try to support you. And whatever you do. So Major League Baseball players are just 100%. I already don't like baseball because it's slow as fuck. But now I don't like it even more because I can't relate to the players. They're not relating to me. They sound like whiny bitches who want, uh, they care nothing about anything but about money. And, and a nice thing to do would be like, hey, you know what? Let's go entertain the American people. A lot of shit's going on right now. There's protests. There's coronavirus. Let's work shit out with Major League Baseball, a fair deal, so the owners make money, so we make a little money, and we play a little baseball, 50 games, get to the playoffs, everybody's happy. But no, you guys look like a bunch of whiny, rich, stuck-up assholes. Uh, Ted Cruz might be Cuban, so I didn't mean to say it like that. Just trying to say, in general, that it doesn't relate. If I were a senator, right, if I were a congressman, and whether I was in the House of Representatives or, or I was a senator... That, that job is supposed to be something where, I, I get it, a lot of rich people are senators in Congress and, and, and House of Representatives. I get it. But you don't have to rub it in the American people's face that you got buku cash that you could splash 10 grand on something. How the fuck are we supposed to relate with that? No one has that kind of money. No one. I don't know anybody that has that. I mean, I know some people that do, but I, I, you get my point. I don't have that kind of money. Nobody in my family has that kind of splash loot, so I don't relate to you. It alienates you. Right? It's, And I actually liked Ted Cruz. I was like, dude, you're pretty cool shit. Now I don't. Now I'm like, bro, you got an extra 10K? And you're going to fucking be like, oh, I'm going to blow that extra 10K on something stupid? Give it to me. I need it. Shit. <sighs> All right. Uh, here, little, uh, since we're on sports, little side note. Um, let's talk about NASCAR briefly. We'll move on because I don't think you guys are interested in NASCAR. I like NASCAR. There is a NASCAR driver. His name is Bubba Wallace. He is the only African-American driver uh, on the Elite Series. He's actually a good driver. He's won a couple times. Um, uh, I was at Daytona. Maybe uh, I, I, I go to Daytona every year. But, yeah, there's me fucking relating to you guys, right? <laughs> what a loser. Um, so... Anyways, Bubba Wallace is, a, is um, a good racer. He's African-American, and he's doing a pretty decent job right now of um, using his platform uh, in a good way and in a peaceful way, and I just would urge you guys just if you have a moment to go check him out. Um, you know, Currently, he is getting pretty fucked. He, he's one of the top drivers, and he can't get sponsors, which is crazy. He should be, they should, I, dude, if Take Chunk had the money, I would sponsor him in a heartbeat. But just take him, if you have a chance, look up Bubba and uh, see what he's all about. He, he's got really good things to say and educated wise. And I just like him because he's full of fucking fire, dude. When I was at Daytona, he took his helmet off and smashed him, dude, in the face with it. But the guy, well, he swung it at him. He didn't hit him. But he's a really good driver. He drives, um, uh, shit for the, um, Richard Perry team. Is that how you say it? I just fucked that up. All right. NFL. Um, I don't know if we have time to cover this. Petty. Petty. Thanks, stuff. Petty. I don't know why I said Perry. That's like a fucking uh, Joe Perry. Rich Petty. Uh, I don't know if we have time to cover the NFL. All 
All right, all right. Let, let, let's do it, okay? So NFL players by the dozens, uh, one of them being Baker Mayfield, but they're coming out and they are saying that they're going to kneel. They're going to kneel during the national anthem. The NFL has come out and said that they're going to be okay with it. Roger Goodell has given the okay to do it. Many people are going to do it. Lots. Of, I mean, this shit. The whole NFL is probably going to do it. Most most of the guys during the national anthem. President Trump has come out and said, if that happens, he's not going to watch the NFL. Um, regardless of how you feel about it, I'm curious. Will you? not watch the NFL. I will give you my side of it. I am not in favor of people nailing during the national anthem. I'm not. We've covered this before. I've told you guys what the flag and the national anthem means to me more than just the military and the people that died for it. It's more of a beacon of hope, the American dream. I got the GERD, man. It's all about the GERD. Um, it, it's a beacon of hope. It's the American dream. It's an ideal that all men uh, are created equal, and if we're not yet, we're going to be. That's, you know, I can go on and on and on about the flag and about the anthem. I, but for this conversation, I'm just going to say that I am not in favor of people kneeling. I think they can find a different way to protest. If you truly believe in this cause, I, what I think you do is don't play the game. If you really want to protest, you don't have to dishonor the the anthem and the American flag, which already alienates you from so much of your fan base who love this country, I would say go out there and don't play. Don't play. Or, you know, take a, a, a series and blow it. Go out there and say, in support of Black Lives Matter before the game, hey, just want to let everybody know, we're going to take the ball and I'm going to blow the first four downs in honor of Black Lives Matter. Legit. Or wide receivers say, yep, I'm going to run a deep post. And if the if I'm wide open, I'm gonna bat the ball down, and that is my protest. Find a different way to protest is what is what I'm saying. But that's not the conversation. They're going to kneel. I'm still going to watch football. I love football. I love watching all the games, not just the Patriots. I'm a fan of football. Yes, I want the Pats to win, but I just I enjoy sitting down watching the games. On Sunday, I like watching Thursday night football. I like watching Monday night football. I love listening to sports talk radio talk about football. I like it. I'm not going to not watch. The president has said he's going to stop watching. What are you guys going to do? Will you continue to watch if they nail? Because they're going to nail. The debate is over. You can be upset about it all you want. I'm over being upset with it. I think it's complete BS that they're going to nail. I, I wish that the owners would hold them accountable for it, but they're not going to. They already said they won't. Will you watch? Is it enough to turn you away from football if these guys get down? I will watch. I, I, I love football. I do wish they would protest in a different way. I wish they could find another way to do it. And I don't know, like I said, I don't know the exact answer to that. But on the same end, I am okay with somebody losing their job if they kneel. So if a team owner, the owner of the team says, hey, my team, I pay you, you work for me. If you kneel for the national anthem, you're fired. I'm okay with that. It's his right to do it, just like it's your right to kneel during the anthem. But no one's getting fired. No one's getting penalized. The NFL has already given it the okay. We're beyond that. We've moved past it. 
The NFL is letting people kneel. Period. Will you stop watching? Will the president really stop watching? How are they going to handle this? I don't know. It's one of those situations where you have our American pastime, which is now football. It's not baseball anymore. Football is the sport that most of us watch, that most of us love. It gets the highest ratings on TV. It's a great product. We all like to watch it. But is it enough to turn you away? I, I, I'm i telling you what, I'm torn about it because I don't want people... Like, if I saw you pissing on the flag or burning the flag, there's going to be a fucking problem. There just is. And I'm a pussy. I'm a big, fat pussy. I would get my ass kicked. Someone would annihilate me. I don't even care. They could be a little grunt. If they were burning a flag, I'm going to get in their face, but I'm going to get my butt kicked. I'm passionate about the flag, and I don't want to see anybody disrespecting it. But does my passion for the flag have a breaking hold or a threshold? And apparently, and I don't know what this says about me, and I'm still thinking about it, does it have a threshold? Does my patriotism have a threshold because I'm going to watch the NFL? Should I not watch the NFL? I guess that's what I'm saying. I guess I'm talking to you guys for myself. Should I not watch the NFL? Should we not? If we support the flag and we support the anthem and everything that it means, and if players are going to kneel, should we not watch it? Should we just, as as a society, say, hey, they've decided that they're going to choose uh, kneeling during the, the national anthem um, as their protest, which it, it is wrong in my opinion. There's other ways to protest. But our right is to not watch the NFL and let the NFL know, hey, we're not going to watch your product anymore because you're allowing these people to kneel. Someone says, you're, you're selling out. So maybe I don't watch. I'm torn about it. This is going to be an ongoing conversation between now in the beginning of NF- of the NFL season. And I'm telling you guys, I'm, I'm super torn on it. I really am. I think that everybody, I think they have the right to protest. I think this is the wrong way to do it. And I don't know if, if I don't know. That, that, that's fucked up because normally I know, man, you guys know how I am. I'm like, boom, cheese pizza. I don't know on this one. I, I know that I'm not for it. So therefore, if I'm really not for it, that must mean that I won't watch the NFL. Can you imagine? I can't imagine not watching football this year over a couple over people kneeling, and I can't imagine that me not watching would matter. Like who the fuck cares if I watch or not? How does that help anything? It's some this is some deep shit that we got to talk about, man. I I don't know. I don't know. I, I Maybe I don't watch the anthem part of it. Maybe I skip that. And, uh, you know, I have my own national anthem where I stand up and I'll just play the national anthem for myself and I will stand uh, at, to, a, to attendance. I don't know. Maybe we protest. Maybe we should protest the NFL. Maybe we should have a protest out in front of Gillette Stadium um, this summer before the, uh, the season starts and protest. I get the podcast about to end, but maybe we should have a protest and, and let the NFL know that, hey, flag lives matter. The national anthem lives matter to us. It means something to us. Maybe we should protest before the season and maybe they can correct it. All right. I got to end the podcast because we're running out of time. I only have one hour. So people on the podcast, this will be an ongoing conversation.
clearly I'm torn here because I love the NFL, but I love this country more and I love this flag and the national anthem, which might mean that I'm not watching the NFL this year, which would be unbelievable. All right, podcast people, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Have a good one.